0: Welcome to See Uncovered, a place where you'll find the stories of proven entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Ashley Henschel. Welcome to See Uncovered. I'm so excited to welcome Barry Moltz, small business expert and radio show host. Thank you so much for Barry to be on the show. Thanks
1: for having me. Of
0: course. I want to start out. The beginning, can you share a little bit about who you are and your background?
1: Oh, my background. Well, I've had three businesses over the last 20 years. The first business went out of business. The second business, I was kicked out of business. And when I finally sold my last business and paid back the bank, the $1.3 million I owed them, I got my wife back just about the same time. So certainly had a lot of ups and downs as small business owners. Mm-hmm. After I sold my last business, probably around 20 years ago, I was the angel investor, about five years and now I just work with small businesses and large corporations to get those small businesses unstuck.
0: What sparked your passion for entrepreneurship?
1: Um, I think a couple things is um, I worked at IBM for the first 10 years of my career, wanted to be president of IBM but then I ran into a boss where he used to run sales contests where first prize was lunch with him And so I always said, what's second prize? Two lunches with you. And I kind of wanted to get out of the corporate world. And I got exposed to an entrepreneur that really impressed me with how he was running his business. Short time later, I left IBM, worked for him. He fired me a year later. So I said, I'm going to start my own thing.
0: And when you did, what did you start? Um,
1: All my businesses really have been technology oriented. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, my first, uh, actually, the second business was voice-activated computing system. So this is way before there was Alexa or Siri, and it was really new to be able to talk to your uh, computer. It was mostly for manufacturing quality control applications.
0: Can you explain for your business now what your ideal client is?
1: You know, I help small business owners get unstuck. So I really don't work with startup folks. I work with people that have been around for three or five years. They've kind of been through things mm-hmm. and they know that they're stuck. They've had some success, but they really haven't gotten where, where you know they thought they would be. And most time they're stuck around one of a handful of areas. Usually it's marketing and sales. Uh, they don't know how to keep their pipeline full. Sometimes it's leadership management. They don't know how to find and retain good people that can run parts of their business. And then a lot of that is also around um, personal productivity and also financial management. A lot of folks have no idea how to read financial statements or how to even do any of that type of planning.
0: From your expertise, what area are most businesses stuck in?
1: Usually it's in sales and marketing. What happens is that they only do sales and marketing when their business is slow, but as soon as they get some business as their adults of doing sales and marketing, they stop doing sales and marketing. <laughs> so it keeps their business flat. Uh, and, and most people are afraid to try to go out there and find prospect suspects and convert them to prospects. People usually, once someone raises their hand and says, "Hey, I'm interested in what you're selling," they really have no problem trying to, you know, sell them their product or service. They just don't like to go out there. What I call suspecting.
0: What tools do you use to get owners growing again? Well, first we have to understand where they're stuck. Like, what is really
1: holding them back? So, for example if they don't know how to build a pipeline, we really need to do some kind of ongoing marketing, whether that's on social media, traditional advertising, trade shows, email marketing. We just have to make sure that their message gets out because I don't believe we can actually sell anything to anybody. We have to be there when people are ready to buy. And that's really what marketing is is really all about.
0: What does it take to start a company in your perspective?
1: You know, it's a really good question. I think it takes a lot of passion. I think it takes a lot of ego, it takes a lot of the wanting to have control, pig-headedness, but you've got to want to see your ideas succeed uh, regardless of whatever comes in your way. I mean, I always say that the reason I started my own business is because I couldn't hold a real job because if you can hold a real job, that's much easier than starting your own business. Mm-hmm. Um, You also have to find a pain that you can solve for customers because people buy when they're in pain um, and you got to be able to identify what that pain is and see if you have a solution that solves that.
0: Do you have a philosophy for starting a company, like a first 10 steps?
1: Yeah. I mean, again, first you have to find a customer and what their pain is, right? And then you have to realize starting a company is all about cash flow. Every single business goes out of business for exactly the same reason they run out of cash. So if you don't track how much cash you have in your business, that's a problem. And then ultimately, businesses are are not about ideas, right? They're really about people executing those ideas. Mm -hmm. So you really got to get with a group of people uh, that you can get along with, that you can groove with to grow your business.
0: In your perspective how can small businesses use social media better?
1: I think again you have to be there when people are ready to buy so social media is great to go out and try to find your target audience and help them so when they have a problem you solve or a friend of theirs has a problem has the problem that you solve they will think of you and they'll put you in the maybe pile the maybe pile is three companies they're considering to solve their problem If you're in the maybe pile, you probably have a 35% chance of getting the business. If you're not in the maybe pile, you have a 0% chance of getting the business.
0: Do you have an opinion on which platforms are most used for businesses? You know, it really depends
1: on who your customers are, right? Um, So what you really should do is in the search bar of all of these social media platforms, put in some keywords about the problems you solve and see what kind of discussions Mm -hmm. people having around that, that's the platform that you really should be on. And again, don't try to be on every single platform, try to work one platform at a time and get a following there, getting some engagement on that platform before you go on to another.
0: With all these emerging platforms these days, I feel like everyone's spreading themselves too thin on many platforms and they're not getting a true following on one.
1: Well, it's always the new thing, right? So mm-hmm. the new thing now is Clubhouse, right? So, and that may be perfect for your audience. You just got to see if
0: that's where they are. That is true. How do you feel about Clubhouse? Are you using it for your businesses?
1: Yeah, I've been on it once. I'm not using it. I'm not the kind of person that jumps to something new right away, unless mm-hmm. I'm really drawn into it. I would say that mostly, again, I'm on you know Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Um, Instagram, Uh, don't do much on Pinterest, or I feel I'm too old for TikTok, or I just can't dance.
0: (laughs) Um, The question I have for you is, how does one become a business expert?
1: Well, you succeed and fail a lot, I guess, or you call yourself a business expert. That's the way Mm -hmm. you come. You know, I've been working with small business owners uh, after being my own small business owner for for, uh, over a decade. I've now been working for small business owners for the last 20 years. I think you become an expert when you've been through whatever they faced, all the ups, all the downs. You know, have you ever been sued by a customer? Yes. Have you ever been sued by an employee? Yes. Have you ever had the IRS come and make sure that you paid your payroll taxes? Yes. Have you sold your business? Yes. Have you landed a big deal? Yes. You know, all those kinds of things. If you've been through all that, then I think you can help other people get through the same thing.
0: I've seen that you have a lot of other projects, so I wanted to hear about your small business radio show and how that got started.
1: Well, you know, it got started, you know, 13 years ago when podcasting really wasn't very big. I mm-hmm. thought, you know, I really have a face for radio. Let me do that instead of being on TV. Sure. So I contacted one of my clients who I thought had a very interesting story, Scott Jordan at Scotty Vest. He sold mm-hmm. um, Travelware. And I said, Scott, will you come on for a 15 minute interview? So he did. uh, And then I did that for probably five years. And then I got my first sponsor and then it kind of grew from there. Um, A lot of people say, well, how do I get sponsors right away? And I'm like, well, first you got to do five years of shows so you can build your audience.
0: What's the process like in getting a sponsor?
1: You know, usually people come to you, right? So mm-hmm. many times uh, their PR people will pitch uh, an executive to be on a show. I get to meet the executive. The executive comes on the show. He likes what we're doing or she likes what we're doing. And then they decide that their audience matches who we're trying to reach. And they end up sponsoring the show. So we've had everybody from at and to, you know, to Amazon, um, to all sorts of different kinds of big and small companies be the sponsors.
0: How long have you had the show for?
1: 13 years. Wow, congratulations. We just recorded shows 661. Wow.
0: And where can um, we find the show to watch it? Um, you can
1: find it on my website, BarryMolts.com, or you can go wherever you listen to your podcast, you know, on Google Play or uh, on Apple
0: I also saw you've written quite a few books. Can you share which one is your favorite and maybe a tip from one of them?
1: Well, I really don't have a favorite. It depends on where you are. I'm coming out actually with my seventh book called Change Masters, How to Make the Changes You Know You Need to Make. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now is a time where there's a lot of change going on. I find that many folks have a hard time making change because uh, they're afraid to do something different. Uh, they're afraid of failure. They're afraid of the extra work. Their brain fights them. So I take them through the twenty-step process and how you can make any change in your business and your life.
0: It's wonderful. So when is your that book coming out?
1: It comes out December first.
0: December first. Amazing. Congratulations.
1: Thank you. I wish my wife would read one of my books. You know, but <laughs> it hasn't happened.
0: It's, what is next for you? What are are any projects you're working on besides your books? Yeah, Every
1: time a book comes out, it's a very, very large project. That's really what I'm working on to try to get the word out. Um, I actually are just starting to speak in front of live audiences again. And um, that's been very interesting after not having spoken for a year and a half. um, I find that I'm a little rusty, but I also find that it's, uh, except for the danger of COVID, it's exhilarating to be in exactly. the same room with an audience again.
0: Just the, having the vibe back and everyone and their voices and being with people, it's really getting past that year of COVID. It's been wonderful. Right. I mean, it's, it's not the same doing it on a webinar mm-hmm. or Zoom format. Exactly. It's wonderful. Um, I wanted to ask you a piece of advice that you would have for a young entrepreneur wanting to get into entrepreneurship and starting their own businesses. What would you tell them?
1: Well, I would first, if possible, go work for a small business to start uh, Mm -hmm. before starting your own thing, because I think that you can learn a lot uh, from somebody else and someone else's dime. What's it like to operate a small business? And then you can branch on your own. Now, of course, if you have this burning desire, this burning idea, this burning team to execute, then by all means, go out and really do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But find a group of people that you enjoy spending time with, because you'll certainly be spending a lot of time with them.
0: In your opinion, how important is it to be financial literate?
1: I think it's really important. I mean, I always tell the story that I have an MBA from Northwest University. And despite that, I lost a million dollars off the sale price of my last business because I couldn't read a balance sheet. And it's a real problem in this country because we're not really taught financial literacy. Mm -hmm. As I travel around the country, I find about 50% of small business owners can read a profit and loss statement. About 25% can understand a balance sheet. And only about 5% can read a cash flow statement because no one ever explains it to them. Mm-hmm. And the, their accountant doesn't explain it to them in a form that they can understand. So if you can't understand your financial statement, it's a problem because if you don't know where you've been, how do you know where you're going?
0: Mm-hmm. I and mean, that's where really we come in and we want our students to get an understanding about being financial literate and common sense knowledge and to have these skills before college. So they're ready to have them on their own when they're on their
1: own. Right, and it starts small, right? I mean, you have to understand everything, but let's understand what does the profit and loss statement tell us, right? Mm -hmm. It tells us what our sales were minus what our costs were. And then you can go deeper into that, right? The property balance sheet, what does it tell us? Well, tell us our assets. What do we own? What the liabilities are? What do we owe? So Mm -hmm. you can start there very, very small just to understand those basic concepts.
0: If you could give a piece of advice to a high school or college version of yourself, what would you tell them?
1: Oh God, that's a really good good question.
0: Um, I would say that, um,
1: God, what, what advice would I give? I mean, I probably wouldn't do anything differently mm-hmm. although I really haven't had a lot of success. Probably the advice that I would give is don't take so long to mourn your failures. Have a pity party for 24 hours, cheer the darkness, then move on take another shot you get another chance of success that's what i tell them
0: lastly what um characteristics should a ceo embody um, to lead a team yeah i would say
1: especially these days you really have to care and nurture people you know we're involved in something they call the great resignation where people are deciding they want to do something different for work they don't want to go back to the exact same job so whereas we used to think about how can someone's personal life fit into a business We've got to start thinking, how is the business going to fit into their personal life? So you have to go out there and really care about people and put together a mission that folks can really rally around or folks are going to leave and you have a hard time attracting new new people. That's the, really the challenge of our time right now.
0: Barry, I thank you for being on Co Uncovered. It was great to learn about you and your journey and business tips. So thank you again. If you want to find Barry's books, you can go or his podcast. Radio show you can go on his website. Thank you, Barry, for being on. It was wonderful talking with you. Thanks for listening to See Uncovered. You can check out more at www.createeveryopportunity.org. Thanks again.